everyone. Hi. Welcome back to Two Girls and Some People. Um, I know it's a little bit late. See, Super late. Yes, life happened. But we got to work. We got jobs. And I was sleeping. We were tired. I was sleeping. I'm not even going to lie and tell y'all life is busy. It's just I finally get some days off from both jobs. So I was sleeping for a couple of days, you know. But anywho, it's glad to be back. Well, we're glad to be back, I mean. No, it's glad to be back. Shut I'm up. glad to be back. Shut it's up. glad too. A lot of things happened this week, but we're going to zero in on one topic. But before we get there. Thanksgiving, guys. It's, it's about to be Thanksgiving. And we just don't want a repeat of the fuckery we've seen in years past. So we have some tips. Tip number one. Please make sure the person who makes the macaroni and cheese actually knows how to cook. Your macaroni and cheese needs at least three different types of cheese. Thank you. And that's the least. Thank you. You may add as many as you want, how cheesy your family likes to be, but y'all bland ass macaroni and cheese and y'all have the nerve to be giving that to me. Ooh, I'm the macaroni and cheese maker in my family. No. Cut it out. And I don't know if this is an American perversion. I've heard some people are putting, um, they put like sugar in their macaroni and cheese. Wait, what? Yes. I thought they were doing that in only spaghetti. They do it in spaghetti and in macaroni and cheese. I like, I heard it from a couple of people. Like I've watched like their cooking shows and stuff on YouTube and that's what they're doing. Um, no ma'am, no sir. Just make sure the person who's making the macaroni and cheese has been cooking for a long enough time. They need to not be shy of the butter. Don't let no vegans make your macaroni and cheese. But that vegan shit don't melt. But anyways, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah, the vegan shit don't melt. Remember my vegan mac and cheese? <laughs> that vegan shit don't melt. But I'm going to tell you right now. If you're going over to somebody's family, this is your first Thanksgiving with them, don't bring the macaroni and cheese. Bring juice and ice. Do not make or that plates. family hate you. Or plates. Don't make that family bring the plates. hate you. Um, do not put sliced cheese on top of your macaroni and cheese. That does not work. That mm. that's just a disgrace. I've seen somebody do that. It was at a potluck, right? It was at a potluck at a certain what? store that I used to work at. But we're not gonna do that. And please, when you're doing your macaroni and cheese, make sure that you incorporate all of the cheese and all. Yeah. The- if you don't have enough cheese, don't make it. Just be like, listen, I can't bring nothing, y'all. It's better to have more cheese than not enough. That way, after the macaroni and cheese is done, you have at least one bag. Because y'all know black people, black people messy. They're going to be like, ooh, let me take a picture for the group chat. <laughs> and that you won't end up as on Facebook. Exactly. We, we don't want that. So make sure the person who makes the macaroni and cheese knows what they're doing. Exactly. The next thing, if you go to a Caribbean house for Thanksgiving, nine times out of ten, you're not going to see a turkey. So just shut the hell up about it. Don't make it a thing. Don't look around for the turkey and ask how come there's no turkey. You better eat that curry, go and, and chill, okay? We, we West Indians, we don't have no respect for the people holiday. No, because turkey is an American perversion. That meat is so dry. Like, it, it's so, I don't know. I've never had a turkey that I liked. And if it's not... You like my turkey, jerk turkey. I don't like turkey, period. I, 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 the wings... That's it. But it was delicious. It was okay. Hater. I'm Hater. I when will like you turkey. stop hating? I don't like turkey. I, I don't do. even like whole chicken. People travel for miles for my jerk turkey. FYI. Okay? 
My jerk turkey is good. But I mean... That's because they don't got nobody else cooking. So they just satisfy. When you're hungry, anything tastes good. I think you should just shut up. <laughs> you can <laughs> on my nerves. It tastes good when you're hungry, boy. But I mean, like... Don't expect that at a Caribbean house. I mean, I've decided that I'm going to, you know, follow suit and try to, try to, you know, have a little bit of respect for the people in their country. But most West Indian countries, you find the fried fish, the curry goat, the stew oxtail, and the stew chicken. You do not find a turkey. It's no. rare. So if you go to a Caribbean household and there's no turkey, just shut the hell up and, and eat everything the else time, that's there. The Caribbean people, they just cook the turkey just to put it on the table. Nobody eat it but their American friends. Because nobody wants it. It's nasty. Cut it out. Make a hole of chicken. I'm not a fan of hole of chicken either, but if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. And another thing, I feel like there are two holidays you cook from scratch. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Don't bring no box nothing to nobody house if you're gonna bake a, just go buy a cake don't bring me that stuff that your kid done used as an art project no save that shit for your house yeah no no box stuff no canned cranberry sauce that's, and we but, but we don't even eat that i don't so let I me just scratch that. that no stove top leave all the stove top on the shelf leave all the stovers on the shelf Let's practice cooking from scratch this year. Let's try. You know what I mean? I feel like y'all should just... Miss Patty LaBelle has a cookbook. And, you know, it has done well. You can't come up with your own recipe this year. Buy her cookbook. Follow her instructions. Do something. And back to the macaroni and cheese. If you're the one hosting Thanksgiving and you're cooking the food, make sure you cook a sufficient amount of macaroni and cheese. Don't be playing these little games where you got a small pie and then people, by the time five people eat, it's done. Because you know how black people do. Half of the plate is macaroni and cheese. <laughs> so by the time the third person finish eat and then you can't even bring something home, like cut it out. I Get the big pan to put the macaroni and cheese in. Please and thank you. Macaroni and cheese for anybody going to anybody's house is usually the safe food. We know what that is. It's, it's macaroni, macaroni and cheese. And cheese. That's all that's in there. You know, well, no. you don't know what people put in their rice. Mm -hmm. You don't know what people mix in their beans. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So and it's yes, really the same. As you say, rice and beans. Please do not have rice and beans with beans on the side. That just does not make sense. It looks like you're just trying to cook everything in your house and you look ridiculous. I'm not going to give you brownie points for having rice and beans in one pan and a separate little container of beans. You look stupid. Where are you going? That does not make any sense. Make it make sense. And if, if you're going to go the route of turkey and you're going to go the route of maybe something fried, make sure you have some kind of sauce or gravy on the side. And make sure that turkey gravy is not canned gravy. Like, let's do it right this year. Let's make sure that we're not out here embarrassing ourselves and we on social media looking stupid over our Thanksgiving dinner. I don't think a lot of people know how to make gravy. Do you know, gravy, you take the, the, the parts of the pot that didn't really make though, and then you mix up something. Like, Google this. Google is your friend. YouTube is your friend. Yeah, my sister Google apps don't never are, fail you. Those apps are free. You don't have to pay for it. Like, you know... I get it. Not everybody cook. And if your mother cannot cook, do not hype her stuff up. <laughs> Thanksgiving is not the time for people to be experimenting with your mama's cooking. 
<laughs> no, because you're going to have a full asshole like me. What's that? <laughs> Why it look like that? Why it smell like that? It's Who just gross. <laughs> Why y'all let her do that? I'm going to have that. That's my mama um, potato salad with Kool-Aid in it. The hell? You I know you lying. Dead, and I will kick you out of people's house. Get out. And don't, don't disrespect people. And I mean, I don't know who invented this, but don't put tartar sauce in the potato salad. Who did that? The people do that. They make it with like tartar sauce so it could have this tangy taste. I don't want a tangy potato salad. There's like this food um, show that I think it goes. It's not on the Food Network. I don't think. I think it's like on NBC or CBS. I don't know. One of them damn channels where they had Brussels sprouts in macaroni and cheese. Don't do that shit. Don't yeah. do that. Um, unless it's collard greens, Thanksgiving is not the place for vegetables. No, I like unless the it's co- side. unless it's collard greens and sweet potatoes. I think those are the only vegetables acceptable on Thanksgiving. Every I don't want a salad. I like a good salad though. They're, okay, but this no. is it. This is it. Salads are not allowed on Thanksgiving. Yes, I'm telling you why I do. Because you better go to some vegan somewhere. My brother-in-law's sister makes an amazing salad. I don't know if it's her. It's probably her husband. I'm not gonna say no names, but I'm definitely gonna send her this podcast because we need to find out who makes that salad. That salad's really good, and it's just one person making salads. Everybody can't bring salads. We already got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, whatever the other lady, country gospel lady was singing about. We got all of that. We just need one good salad for the side. You know, there's people that's over here watching. No, no. People who are on a diet should just sleep the whole of Thanksgiving. That's not the holiday for you. People who are vegan should just sleep the whole of Thanksgiving. That is not the holiday. I don't care. What, tofurkey on Thanksgiving? No, ma'am. We don't want it. Go to sleep, take a nap, eat some cereal, and just stay in your bed. And I'm going to say this. This is the last um, advice I have for Thanksgiving. If you have never eaten at this person's house any other day, before Thanksgiving, don't go over there. If that person has never br- brought you a plate of food before Thanksgiving, don't go over there. Because <laughs> you're going to be mad you as hell. You're going to be mad as hell. And you're going to hope the Chinese food place open because they're going to be the only people open for you to eat. Last year, I spent the whole wow. day hungry. I ain't eat no food because I was expecting a five-star dinner. Your family not going to be ready. And that's not what I got. So, um, again, take is either you eat before you go or just stay home. Cook yourself a small macaroni and cheese, a small chicken, and, like, stay home, okay? Don't put yourself through the headache. And my you last piece, Caribbean fast food, you know, the corned beef and rice. Macaroni rice. If you not, if you don't want to, if you got invited to somebody's house and you know you have to work and you've never added that person house, you just have to make Caribbean fast food. That's it. This ain't Coolie Town, St. Lucia, Renee. Um, first of all, we this happened eat. right down there in Ebonyville, Jamaica. Okay. Okay. Spanish Town, Kingston, everywhere. We can't do that. No, well, I mean, like I said, if you're gonna go, if you can't make it to your family house, knowing me, I work late. So if I was to ever go to my sister's house, all the food gonna be done. Cause it's like unless you tell her save your plate early in the morning. No, they find the plate and eat it. Oh gosh, they oh, just disrespectful. And um, if you go to somebody else who you know they cook good food, fix your to go plate before you fix your for here plate. That's the smart thing to do. And then put your to go plate 
in your, in your car. Yeah. That way you don't lose your food. And, okay, there's some rules, though. What? When you go to somebody's house and you're eating your Thanksgiving food, if everybody hasn't gotten a first place, why are you there taking third, fourth, and fifth? Um, Thanksgiving is not the time for manners. I disagree. It's not the time or the place for manners. You have to check for your own belly, and you have to make sure you eat in for two days after. So make sure you're good. If the person want to eat, they'll show up on time, and they'll take their plate early. Thank you. My last bit of advice, um, make sure everything is timed correctly. The worst thing you want to find is to be eating cold rice. Ain't no reason if your Thanksgiving dinner is at 6 o'clock for you to have the rice done by 9. It makes no sense. If Thanksgiving is your own personal restaurant, y'all need to invest in some food warmers. Cut it out. You could buy that at Walmart. The sternest? You just have to time it. If you know how you cook and you know how long everything takes, just time everything correctly. You know your turkey going to take you, I don't know, four or five hours? Start your turkey early. And then you, you know, do everything else later. Your macaroni and cheese, once it go in the oven, it takes about 45 minutes to an hour. You know, time it so that when people come and eat at 5 o'clock for dinner, that the food is fresh and hot. And if you're hosting Thanksgiving and you tell people food going to be ready at 5 o'clock, make sure they're not sitting at your house for three hours. Waiting for food to be done because that's just not right. That's the only place where manners should be involved. You should watch people's time and respect people's time. <laughs> no, you gotta respect their belly because you know they, they come in hungry. And tea for breakfast, and that was it. They come in hungry, so they do it right. In. All right, we ranted enough about Thanksgiving. And I hope everybody got their nice little outfit to wear for the living room. You got an outfit for Thanksgiving? You have to. It is tradition. I don't have an outfit. I'm gonna wear my work clothes because I'm going. Well, rainbow it is. <laughs> I'm going to head to Rainbows to get me my Thanksgiving outfit. I didn't know that was a thing. But I'm going to head to Rainbows, get me a little Thanksgiving outfit, something cute, something orange and mauve, you know. What is mauve? Mauve is like the purple. I think the word you're looking for is mauve. Oh, whatever. Mauve, mauve. <laughs> Same shit. All right. But I'm going to look cute. I'm going to look for something, some fall colors or whatever. And that's content. it for Thanksgiving. Tips. And if you guys have other tips, give them to each other. Make sure that your friends are not embarrassed after Thanksgiving. Look out for one another. And Do once right you thing. get this, this recording, don't come disagreeing with the fact that turkey is an American perversion. Cut it out. Because it is. Cut it out. It is. Cut it out. But I mean, I do it well, so it don't matter. I don't care about those other people, but I my jerk turkey. turkey at nobody house. My jerk turkey be hitting. Oh, and my cousin, my cousin Sam. He made like a, what is it called? Like a, um, it sounds gross, but I think they call it a trash can turkey. Where they put like this metal bin over, it just, listen, when I tell you it hit every single spot in my body, that turkey was slamming. And I hope he's making some and he frees some for when I, I go up there in December. Okay, end of Thanksgiving. Um, today. Today. With all the stupid shit that happened this week, one piece of stupid shit took the cake. And that is Sir Ray J. Norwood and his bride, Princess Love. Um, I don't know if you all know, but they hit social media heavy this week. And um, I they saw... They hit it. They ran it all the way over. And I said ran it. Yes, they, they randed it? Randed it. And they didn't even take the shortcut? They talked over, through it, with all of their personal business. 
all of their personal business. The only thing we didn't know was what color underwear they had on. But all their personal business is out there. So, um, the gist of the situation is this. Um, from what I saw, it all started with an argument over him having a second phone. He had a second phone, um... And Princess found it, and she questioned him about the second phone. And I can't remember if she said she apo- he apologized or whatever the case may be, but they decided, they decided to work things out, but they were still mad at each other. He gets invited to the Soul Train Awards. He goes over there. We all know it, it, it was held in Vegas this year. He goes to the Soul Train Awards, and then he invites her and their daughter to come along. They go over there, and... Um, he proposes that they move to Vegas. And she responds with, I don't want to move to Vegas. It's too much going on in Vegas. You already like to gamble too much. And it's a party every weekend. That's not the place I want to be. I want to go to LA. If you want to be in Vegas, you could be in Vegas. But I'll be in LA. And he took that some kind of way. And she turned around and said, you know, she was joking or whatever. She didn't really mean for them to be split apart. But she just didn't want to be in Vegas. And uh, she apologized to him. She said whatever discrepancies he had with the cheating, let's just move past it one more time and try to work things out as a couple or whatever the case may be. Um, But he wasn't jacking it. He said, you know, she was trying to split up their family or whatever the case may be. They get into an argument. She gets to the hotel and all night long he stays out. The next morning she doesn't see him. And then she goes to reach out to him and she's blocked. And all the blase squase happened from there. And he got to social and she said, you know, she's stranded in Vegas Because she wants to drive home because her car is in Vegas. But because she's eight and a half months pregnant, she's afraid of driving for fear that she might go into labor. Or the fact that she has to use the bathroom so many times while being pregnant. She's not comfortable, you know, having to take her daughter out of the car and bring her to the bathroom. It's just not. And I understand. You wouldn't want to take a long drive like that. It's one thing if you're just pregnant and you have no other babies with you. But to take a trip like that and you have a baby and you're pregnant, it's not, it's not a, the smartest idea. So I get it. So um, it all like it went on from there and he, he took to social media and he's telling her, you know, we should keep our business to ourselves and all kind of stuff. And it's just a whole hoopla. If y'all are interested, y'all could go look it up. But I just was so taken aback by everything. Um, for starters... I feel like that shouldn't have hit social media and, you know, they should keep their business to themselves. But at the end of the day, sometimes you're in situations where guys expect you to stay quiet and suffer in silence while they continue to torture you and put you through a whole bunch of misery. And you, I mean, it's not fair. It's not okay to broadcast information, but sometimes that's all it takes. And maybe... She she definitely knows her situation more than we do. So maybe she feels like it was necessary to broadcast it because of the things he was doing. But like that whole that whole thing was just a mess. And then the fact that he came out and he's just trying he's so narcissistic on so many levels. He came in, he was just gaslighting like crazy. Oh, how could you split our family apart like this? We're supposed to be a tight unit. How could you put our business out there and 
all of these things, and he's pointing out all her wrongdoing. To me, that's classic signs of narcissism. When somebody is completely wrong, but they cannot take the wrong by themselves. They need to know that somebody is out there claiming wrong with them. That's the only way they're comfortable. And for that, like, I have no respect for him. The kind of crazy stuff he said, like, I just, I cannot even put sense to why somebody would even entertain him. But, like, like I mean, I just feel like they should work those things amongst each other. And try to figure it out amongst themselves. But at the end of the day, that's not the good move for her. It's not a good place for neither one of them to be in. And it's toxic and it's only going to get worse for them and their two children. So, I'm on the fence on whether or not I, I feel any type of way for her. Because, and I believe strongly in treating people right. Treating people right. You treating good or bad is not even a thing. You're treating people right. Um, Princess has done so many things in her past that has been negative towards other people that karma came back. Granted, I wouldn't want to wish this on any pregnant woman or anything, but this is your karma. No matter, even if you apologize to somebody for doing something to them, you still have to reap the repercussions of it. However, Ray J is a piece of shit. There's no if, ands, or buts to it. Ray J has shown who he is constantly. He's never changed the picture. He's never tried to redirect the conversation from the way he treated, what's her name? Tierra. Tierra. To the way he's treated even Princess while they've been dating. He's proven that the Ray J's number one person is Ray J. Yeah. He only cares about himself. So when he goes, I want to do this, he wasn't asking her to move to Vegas. He was telling her that that's what the move is. You know what I mean? I'll let you feel like you're somebody by putting it in question form, but I've already made the decision for us. But to leave your pregnant wife, not even your girlfriend or some girl you smashing, your pregnant wife, someone who you took vows with, Stranded, you blocked her from calling you. That's the part that you I don't blocked get. her from messaging you on social media, and you went on to tell your story before she said anything. Mm-hmm. You forced her hand, even though she may not have wanted to say anything. You forced her hand because when you're cheating on her, she keeps that to herself, but you forced her hand by saying what you did. And for me, I'm looking, I'm just like. And then on top of it, his mother is also in one of his videos. Like, I cannot deal with that. Like, the fact that your own mother, no matter what you're going through, can't be like, yo, what you're doing is wrong. You're blocking the mother of your soon-to-be child and the mother of your already child from calling you. Suppose something would have happened. Mm-hmm. Suppose she would have went into labor yep. because of the stress. What would you have done? What were you going to tell your children? Oh, where were you when mommy needed you? Oh, I was, I was over here being an asshole. Mm-hmm. I was over here pouting and, having a, and going through a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what you were doing. And then this, this obsession with having everybody in your business. I get it. Y'all do love and hip-hop and all that thing. But the obsession of having everybody know every step... 
it's almost a disease to me. Like you take pointers from like a Beyonce that is so private. And then you look at them and you're like, this is why this girl is like that. These people are out here. They're, they're chasing it down. Like you're chasing down something that is very unhealthy. And you want it when you want it. And when you don't want it, you don't want it. And I feel and you like... you let everybody know you exactly, don't want it. Yeah. The obsession with social media in your married life is disgusting. That should never be a thing. I would have never gone on the internet to let everybody know that you dogged me again. Mm-hmm. That's you embarrassing. Me again. And not even and then it's not even like he's blocking a girlfriend no more. You're blocking your wife. And not even just your wife, the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. How could you do that? Like what exactly are you doing? And it just doesn't make sense. She's so far along. Anything can happen. And I feel like he baited her. That's what he did. Because for you to know the things you did, for you to know you cheated and you did all these things in the mental place she's in and y'all haven't spoken and all of that, and you post a picture online talking about, oh, family is everything or whatever, you're baiting her. You're looking for somebody to say something and she just took the bait. And she is that person, though. She took the bait. She is that person. But then, you know what I mean? Like I said, karma is a thing. And no matter how much you have apologized, you have made amends for what you've done to people, you still have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You still have to get your just deserves. When she was talking and treating Moniz any kind of way, and whatever the case, granted, Moniz wasn't backing down from it. But this is what your just deserves for. Y'all are over that. Y'all both apologize or whatever. But you're reaping what you sow. And that's, that. another thing is, like, just to piggyback off of that, when she had first met Ray J and that whole thing happened with Tierra, all that stuff, Tierra looked at her and she said to her, what you did to me was foul. You don't kick a woman while she's down. And the crazy thing is you kicked her while she was down. And you had no leg to stand on because that woman hadn't done anything to you. You kicked her off the strength that of what he was saying and what he was doing to her. And you backed him. And now he's turning around. And it's not another woman kicking you down. It's him kicking you down. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it goes back to like the girl code that we spoke about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's not just when it comes to, you know... You dating other people or whatever. Girl code applies to many different things. And to me, you don't have to take her word exact. But if a woman is telling you that a man has exhibited certain traits with her, it is your responsibility to hold that in your back of your mind and say to yourself, you know what? Maybe I should look out for those things. Maybe I should consider those things. Maybe you, you don't have to take everything to heart because her experience may be completely different from yours. He never proposed to her and told her, you know, let's get married. But he did that with you. But at the end of the day, if a man is capable do, of doing it once, he's capable of doing it again and again and again. And it's the capabilities you have to really look at. The, the fact that he is able and he has it in, them to, in him to behave that way, that's something you have to pay attention to. And another thing, the whole issue with his mother and having his mother back him during that thing and she's been, that's no surprise to me because when that thing came out with him and Kim Kardashian years ago, she went on Wendy Williams talking about, oh, because Wendy asked her, you know, how did you feel about the sex tape release and all of that? And she goes, well, 
Um, I'm glad you brought that up and I hope I don't have to answer that question ever again. But when you think about it, was he the one on the cover of Playboy? Boy? Was he the one as the centerfold? She, and she's saying these things in front of him. You understand? It's one thing if you, your child does wrong and you say to somebody on the side, you know, um, I, yeah, they're wrong, but imagine what kind of position they're in. Like my child, sometimes she does things that are wrong. And I will never give her backing in front of her when she's wrong. But if I do understand the motive or the feeling behind why she took the action she took, if I'm speaking to one of my friends or my family members, I'll say, you know what, this is what was done to her. And that's probably why she did such and such. But to do it in front of him, that enables him. Mm-hmm. It pushes him to say, you know what, I'm going to just keep behaving like that. And a lot of mothers, especially the black ones, they out here and they're not raising them, their sons to have a wife. They're raising their sons for themselves. And I have seen that firsthand where when these men are so used to being catered to and taken care of that they get married to replace their mother, to have another woman to cater and take care of themselves. But then they're left to like try to like be the husband they're meant to be and nobody has taken time to teach them how to be that and that's unfair to that woman because she now has to sit there and suffer through the mistakes you made as a mom she has to suffer through trying to figure out how to raise this man and as a wife that's not her job her job is to nurture her job is to support and her job is to help build him to the next level not to train him to be a man that is never her job i've heard women say that and i don't believe that that's okay at all and i really hope that someday mothers will take the accountability and they'll turn around and do things differently i hope to god one day when i have a son that i raise my son to be somebody's husband I raise him to take care of, protect, and provide for his wife and be everything he needs to be for her, to protect her heart above everything else. Because these men are giving no regard to women's feelings, to women's hearts. They just really don't care. And the fault is on the mothers for raising them that way. It's not completely their fault because there are some women that raise their sons right and the sons choose to do their own thing. But for the most, in that situation, with Ray J, it's his mother's fault. It is, because you're raising your child with no accountability. And if you, she's done that his whole life. And I'm not asking For both that. of them. Because at the end of the day, if you have no accountability, you've only aged. You haven't grown. You and haven't, matured. You haven't matured. He still acts like a child. Mm-hmm. You're throwing a tantrum. And in one of your videos, you're like, oh, my mom is always by my side. When you're doing bullshit, your mom needs to be like, that is bullshit. Cut it out. And your mom and your dad are married or whatever the case may be. Like, I wonder, like, if your father was to do this to your mother, how Mm -hmm. would you feel about it? Sometimes we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes. The question to me is, would she be okay with Brandy dating a guy like that? Would she be okay with Brandy dating a guy who leaves her stranded while she's eight months pregnant? And I don't care what he said, he left that girl stranded. When you block her and she does not know where you are, she does not know what's going on, that's being stranded. Exactly. Oh, you block... Like, my thing is like, when you're in a relationship and you block your girlfriend, okay, fine, whatever, that's just your girlfriend. This is your wife. You don't know, and she's pregnant. And... 
a woman comes the closest to death in pregnancy and giving and giving birth and to know that even if you blocked her for an hour two hours oh i'm gonna block her for the rest of the night anything could have happened to her the unborn baby and to the other baby anything absolutely anything and then this is what i want to know like when you left her like that and she called somebody else and now other people know that she's stranded are you not afraid of what people will do to her? Mm -hmm. Because she's pregnant with a baby. It's not like she could just get up and run away. Mm -hmm. She's stuck. She is stuck. She is stuck and, and where my she is. And I just feel like Ray J's been a piece of shit. He's proven when Tierra was telling her, she didn't want to believe. But he has proven to Princess before they got married that he was a piece of shit. But you still chose to get, be married to him. And That's then choice, after yeah. you got married, he's proven that he's still like, okay, fine. He was good. You got pregnant with the baby. He was doing No, good. before they had the baby, he, he was, was doing And she shit. was still planning a baby. I just don't listen. Listen, I understand what she's going through. And a part of me sympathizes. But you go from being in a relationship. You're dating. The guy treats you like shit. You still choose to marry him. He's treating you like shit. Mm -hmm. But you turn around. You up the ante. You plan a pregnancy. This wasn't somebody who just got pregnant and oops. This girl, like, it, that was her storyline for a while. She was actively trying to have a baby with this man that treats you bad. What you thought? He was just going to switch it off and he was going to just start treating you like a queen? Like, I don't I think, understand. I think people feel like babies change people. But they don't. change is something you have to do on your own. You, first of all, you have to see a need for change. Everybody could want to change, but actually not seeing a need for it is what stops you. And after having this baby, he still didn't change. He and hasn't. now, whether or not she gets back with him, that's all on her. Because she will. that is the father of her children, and she has that right. However, my only thing to them is... Keep that shit to yourself. Like Tamar Braxton said, if you are not prepared to leave your man, mm -hmm. let him cheat on you in peace. And I'm going to add this little part. Let him treat you like shit in peace. Don't bother the rest of us with it. Mm -hmm. Have us over here like, oh my God. Look at what he so did sad. to her. Yeah. She's pregnant. Keep that shit to yourself. Keep it to yourself. And another thing, it's it, like you were saying that he shouldn't be blocking his wife. I get that. I get blocking your wife. But the mother of your children, that's a completely different story. Whether you're married or not, a father who cares about his children will mm -hmm. never, ever block the mother of his children. Even if she's a crazy piece of shit that stalks him and calls him randomly for bullshit, that doesn't mean a thing. The fact that she has your children... You should never block her. And if it takes every time she call, you pick up the phone, what now? And she gets to going off about some next shit and you hang up? Even if she call right back, that could be the phone call that's telling you, hey, little Bobby is sick. I'm rushing him to the hospital. There's no reason why you should ever, you should suffer through it. Because at the end of the day, that's the woman you chose. To have a baby with. Exactly. Nobody made that choice for you. You made that choice to have that baby. So you trust her to take care of your children. And you trust her to communicate the needs of your children with you. 
I just, I, I think a lot of people like the idea of being a husband. They like the idea of being somebody's wife, being somebody's mother, being somebody's boss. But when it actually comes time to put in that work for that, they don't want to do that. And there is the bullshit. People that don't want to work. And I honestly feel like living your life in the limelight, you clearly cannot handle that. So you need to exit stage left. A lot of men are prepared to have a wife. They're not prepared to be a husband. True. They're not. They're prepared to, like I said earlier, they're just replacing their mother with somebody else. Somebody to cater to and take care of them. But they haven't been taught how to take care of someone else. True. They haven't been taught to, you know, my wife is sick. Let me stay home. Let me rub her down. Let me make her some tea. Let me make her some soup. Let me make sure she's okay. Let me tell her, listen, you're sick. Stay home. Take a day off. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to handle it. They're not prepared to, if she is sick and they go to work, to call her. At least three or four times during the day to make sure that she's still okay. Those things they're not prepared to nah, do. Now these men are set up. Oh my God, my head hurt. Oh my God, me too. It's a competition with them to see who could get the most sympathy for anything. And I feel like that started when they were little. Mm-hmm. And when you're raising your sons, understand this. They gonna come across a lot of women that are gonna be like, cut that shit the fuck out and yo your son's gonna die in somebody's house pretending to be sick because i'm gonna <laughs> pretend not to see him <laughs> no but like for real though like some men the thing is they can't even you could have just had major surgery and they feel like it's no big deal like you're not that sick but let them have a cold when i tell you like this is no lie this is real life you think i'm making this shit up i was with a guy and stupid me, that's my business. I was a dumbass. I took care of him for months. The only person working, six days a week sometimes, for months. I took care of uh, things and made sure he was okay. This guy started working. I was about to say the N-word, but I, I promised myself in the last episode that I'd try. So this guy started working. And I lo- I'm not lying to tell you. Within one month, I'm getting ready for work. I'm going to work, and I'm expecting for him to get up and go to work, too. He's telling me he called out of work because he's too tired. He's not sick. He's too tired. When I tell you that was the day I lost respect for him as a man, it was crazy to me that you can't handle working. But that's my fault. We all make stupid mistakes. We we promise we won't do them again. But I'm, I would have stayed home with his ass. I'm tired too. And when the rent came, oh, I was tired. You gonna pay it? Because <laughs> to me, I just don't understand this. I'm too. There's 365 days out of the year. I am tired. 365 days out of the year. Yep. I'm always tired. I'm probably sick probably once or twice a year. And I still get my ass up and go to work. 
You know how many times I'm sitting in my car and I'm like, I really don't want to do this today. I'm right in front of the people job. Two minutes before before I'm supposed to clock in. And I'm still debating if I should just drive off. Because I'm just so tired. I'm sick of this adulting shit. But I still, within 30 seconds, jump up and run out the car and run into the building to clock in. Every day I wake up before my alarm clock. And when my alarm goes off, I know I have at least 20 minutes before I have to start getting ready. To and decide. I contemplate it. Is today the day? <laughs> Should I just quit today? I'm going to just call in and be like, Renee can't come to work. She died. Because <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Nobody wants to do it, but that just goes back to having that responsibility. And, you know, as black women, we train our daughters to take care of business, to handle things in every sense of the word. But we don't put that same pressure on our sons. We don't, I, I don't even think like it is not even you can't even say it's like you said, it's black women. It is across the Caribbean like crazy. Our, our, the sons are like kings mm-hmm. and the daughters are the peasants yeah and it's sad because i swear they would make i swear they'd make the daughters mow the lawn if they could um they need to do a quick turnaround on that because your son's gonna run up into a girl that know and the way these young ladies are going now they don't know how to cook mm-hmm. they don't know how to clean so y'all gonna be some hungry dirty ass people walking around here y'all need to figure it out and as for Ray J, he ain't shit. Princess, you're not shit either. <laughs> and that's that's where I leave. I yeah, I, I think you know the the whole idea that they're putting their stuff out there like that. It's a bad move for them because they can't come back from it. The fact that we know all of this going on, if she goes back to this guy, we have. People can look at her crazy now. Like, she can be all over the blog. It's to the point that people I call don't her know stupid. How many years it has been since Solange beat Jay Z ass in the elevator, and we still don't know what they was fighting over. Exactly. Take that as cue for life. Exactly. That is goals. That is goals. Nobody has to know your business. They and just know you got fucked up. That video, they just know you got fucked up between floor five and floor six. And when you went outside to the to, to open up to the public, somebody saw the black eye. They didn't um, know what happened. The queens walked out with a smile on their face and kept it moving. And to this day, to this day, <laughs> to this day, we still don't know why Solange put them paws on that boy. <laughs> we still don't know. <laughs> keep y'all business to yourself. Keep it off of Facebook. Anyway, I um the ice cream truck came right before oh the recording, so I got a bomb pop in the fridge and the hood yes. truck too. It's a hood. It had a hot sausage. She she ran out of pickles, so you know it's a hood truck. But we got I got a bomb pop that I'm trying to go eat before we head out. Anyway, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you again for listening, and no, thanks for all the support. Oh, big shout out to Crystal. Crystal. Yes, Crystal. Yes, girl. With the mic, she got us a mic. So as soon as we figure out how to use it. Yeah. We gonna be using it. We gonna read the instructions next we podcast. To come over and we sing. might sound clearer. And louderer. Louderer. We might give y'all some ASMR. You know what I'm saying? You never you know. Got to, no, never mind. We Ew, gross. That's nasty. We're not doing that in the microphone. But anyway, have a great day, guys. Talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.